1: The but- to the Nerdiverse. Go ahead, sit and listen to the masters. The old heads talk about what you love the most. Video games, comics, movies, and everything you need to maintain. Yo. We got the knowledge that's straight out the ether. Gonna need a drink and have to take a seat. to uh. Expand your mind and listen to the speaker. Mike and the squad's gonna give you what you need. Uh. Please uh, send in a question. Come and get some answers. Learn a couple lessons From the masters with the special guests. We got the green lanterns glowing on our chest. Yes, please sit back and relax cause we gonna hit you with them stole cold facts and allow me to be the very first to welcome you to the masters of the nerdiverse welcome to masters of the nerdiverse where we always have such sites to show you this mangled multiverse of a podcast can be found on itunes stitcher spreaker soundcloud youtube iheartradio and Google Play, and Spotify, and the lost city of Zinj. I've used that joke before. I don't care. Watch Mm -hmm. Congo. (laughs) Just watch the monkeys get sliced in half with lasers. Uh, I'm, of course, your host, Mike G. And with me, as always, is my cathartic co-host, Winter. Good evening.
2: I am Winter (laughs) coming at you with the gamer tag. Trash Monk, I, I, I. Trash Monk, I. Is that I racist? Me doing that? Leave, yes. us, leave a comment below. <laughs> um,
1: it, it is, but if it, it uh, what did Seinfeld say? He was like, "It's not racist if you love the race." You know what I'm saying? Eh, it's racist, but it's fine. <laughs> Thank you. Whatever <laughs> Thank you, you, you know, if it's literally I I I, how can you not go I I I? You know, right? Or to cover yourself? Well, to I say, do. Hmm? I, uh, I was just going to move on. Oh, no, I was going to give you a cover. So people give, you, people give you flack about it. Just say, I'm doing the Alpha 5 Mighty Morphin. Aye, aye, aye. aye, aye it, Alpha 5. It's, I've already
2: accepted that if I ever run for, or like if I ever become like famous, these episodes are going to be the Dan Harmon <laughs> <laughs> equivalent of my life. See how topical yeah. I am, America. <laughs>
1: If you ever blow up, this this podcast is what's going to bring you down, like like James Gunn, you know. But we'll talk about yeah. that so later. So, sir,
2: what joke did you make about Chris Hardwick? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get yeah. stripped
1: from all of your duties. You will be you'll be stricken from every book and tablet, as it were. Yeah. Oh, geez. so um,
2: I say these things. Uh, I'm in a. A stripped down bunker um the house of sturdivant is being um packed up and leaving i'm moving to a different apartment which is 12 minutes outside of town and just uh slowly bringing stuff over there but yeah i'm moving out of this apartment into a house with somebody so
1: nice man you're doing it you're living the life you're living your best life right now bro that's, that's right. what's up, man. I All mean, while at,
2: at the level one cleric.
1: <laughs> yes, with the wand of Altor, it makes everything fresh. Yeah. That's its default with a plus five defense and a plus 12 charisma because, you know, you got to be out there stunting, bro. Could be cheesing, dude. It- <laughs> exactly. And for
2: some reason I have a copy of Cannonball Run two next to me. I just found yeah. it in the stuff that I'm packing up. But uh yeah, I'm definitely heading out and I'm taking a little video right now and putting it on Instagram afterwards. Do so it you
1: put it on Instagram so all of your Instafams can see that Instagram bruh. that yeah, so This
2: trash monk is is not so trash.
1: <laughs> I want you to make uh, like a vacation movie called Trash Monk Goes to Hollywood, and you go on, yeah. like, on a Pee yeah. Herman esque adventure, and you're going through all of like Hollywood's most famous uh, venues and stuff, and you're all, like on a little bicycle with a with a ringer that has a lion's head on it. This is what I want. <laughs> oh, this, this is what, is what I, want. I want. And I want you dressed. Well, in Well, like, if the you ever become a
2: dictator, yes. you can put all these funds into making this movie.
1: Okay, I will super fun the winter vacation, you know, big adventure with all the money. I want you to go to the giant uh, dinosaur and watch movies from its mouth. All of that. I want want all of it. I I demand it. So Galactus commands it. Oh, man. I, I know like packing for a big move can just involve your whole week. But have you had a chance to squeeze in anything else?
2: Yeah, I've watched a few more episodes of Law & Order SVU. Nice. Uh, I had to, I'm currently like spiderweb diagra- diagramming uh, all the different projects that I work on. Nice. And seeing which which things I can consolidate and uh, work on improving. Um, so I was going to start a YouTube channel, but with all these recent changes in my life, uh, I'm don't have time for that so i'm focusing more on just the audio side of the internets
1: <laughs> i hear that man so i only have one question for you who is pepe yeah who is pepe sylvia Doug? who's pepe sylvia have you figured it out yet no no i'm sure that your spider no sp- i've never your spider web diagram has all all roads pointing to pepe sylvia dog
2: Sure you man you made me you made me look it up and like <laughs> is sure. this like someone that messaged me on twitter i don't know about
1: no, man. like oh it's like, yeah. all, all roads lead to pepe sylvia dog i know you figured it out
2: yeah pepe Silvia
1: is actually
2: a different persona of charlie
1: correct correct i was gonna let that rock until you figured it out Or just leave that for eagle-eared masters of the Nerdiverse members out there. But yeah, I'm just happy that you're figuring out who Pepe Sylvia is. It takes a lot of it takes a load off my shoulders, so I don't have to do it because that's a dark road. It's it's a dark ass road.
2: (laughs) 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 How was your week, though? That's the important thing. We got a lot of news. news. How was your week?
1: My week was dumb as shit, dude. Uh, I didn't do anything. (laughs) I did nothing but play Warframe and just become more confused about it. That's all I'm doing. So what, what genre of game would you put that in? It's not, it's the weirdest MMORPG I've played in my life. It's not even, it can't be be classified as that because I haven't hit a wall where I need group group synergy, you know, like you, Besides your MMO adult RPGs, that oh you yeah, play, this is the weird. You, know, um, you know, we don't talk about that one on this podcast, man, because you know okay. I have other ultra egos <laughs> that go into that MMO RPG. That oh man, that's the
2: the blue side. That's the blue of the side, side of the
1: nerdiverse. That's the that's the part of the nerdiverse that's covered in like a tarp. You know how you go into the movie syphilis. Oh um, geez, no well i guess so i guess my character in game needs to go get checked out
2: <laughs> it, no it's like the getting becoming a vampire in oblivion <laughs>
1: yeah it's a legit std you like becoming a vampire in oblivion you got to go you got to get shots <laughs> it's like becoming a werewolf in skyrim you need to get that mess out of your system <laughs> otherwise right. you're doomed but no man warframe is dumb but it's so addicting it's the It's the best parts of MMORPG, meaning you're leveling your character, you have to grind, but it's also, it's free to play. So it has free to play trappings. Like you've unlocked this armor piece. You have to wait 12 hours for it to unlock (laughs) or just give us money now and you can just have it. And I'm like, oh, this is so scummy. I hate this part of free to play stuff. And it's like, I was I got fooled I got bamboozled because I don't even know the real true game yet. And I'm like, oh yeah, man, I got the Rhino chassis. And people who play Warframe will be like, okay, he got one piece of the puzzle. I thought that was the whole thing. Like, oh, I'm gonna be rhinoing it up tomorrow. So I turn off the game. I go to work. I come home from work. Like, yeah, I'm about to jump in this game and learn it and rhino it up. I come to find out there's like four other parts to the Rhino armor that I need to collect, and it takes 12 hours for each part. So what's 12 times five, ladies and gentlemen? That's like that's like a work week of armor building no no
2: stop it America. stop it
1: <laughs> the game is so damn fun it's it's really loose it's like there, you don't necessarily need to learn a rotation like you would in a like if you're playing tank you know what i'm saying or, or playing mm-hmm. healer you don't need to learn a rotation like you don't necessarily need to be a, a, a fps monster it's just it's just a weird ass game. I'm still I will keep you guys posted cuz we got a lot of news to cover. Uh, but other than that, I just dug back into uh, Monster Hunter. Uh been chopping away at that. I'm starting they need to put out new content soon or I'm just starting to burn out. Uh you know, watch. The, you can, just move, yeah, we can on. just move on. I watched a movie called
2: Move On No, Move On from Monster Hunter. No,
1: <laughs> no. I need all my I need all my armors. Um, directly corrected, and I need to fight Behemoth in August, and I need to get the last piece of that damn USF event that's only in Japan. But they, how are you going to release one part of an event that not, but not release the second part to complete the uh, the full build for the sword? That's super dumb, Japan. Calling you out. I gotta wait what until you guys feel like dropping USF two, or hope, our hope that I go in. And accidentally fall into a SOS with someone who happens to be playing that exact mission in Japan right now, even though it's been out for months. Like you said, stop it. Makes me upset. Moving on. Oh, I watched a movie called Law Abiding Citizen with with uh, Jamie Foxx and uh, the guy from Three Hundred. <laughs> it's super dumb. Uh, watch that. It's kind of it's kind of campy. I kind of love it.
0: Uh,
1: the news the news well, <laughs> well no man i'm going you ever seen i'm going through an ultra states level transformation right now i can feel it i was a caveman for those two three seconds if you <laughs> if you haven't been under a rock for the last week you've known that san diego comic-con 2018 yay was this week and it was weird as hell this was a very Nerd Heaven. It's Nerd Heaven, but it was kind of nerd purgatory this year. It wasn't that great, in my, in my opinion. It's like people people are waiting for the other shoe to fall on so many things that there is no space in this Comic Con to actually have jaw-dropping news. You know what I mean? It's kind of weird. Like there's plenty to talk about. We're about to get into it right now. But this it was just it was very bittersweet, this Comic Con was. So let's get into it. Uh, let's get into some news. I'm just gonna jump. On to the news. Oh, oh that's been you. Damn. Yeah, we're gonna get super sued. Awesome. I have no money, so there's no need to sue me. Uh let's yes. let's get through the um really tough news first. Uh so Collider's own uh metalocalypse's own John Schnapp passed away at fifty one years old this week, man. Uh for those who listen to Collider, they know that he was a big part of Collider. Uh, he helped create Metalocalypse, which is one of my favorite Adult Swim cartoons. Apparently the guy was just the best kind of people. Hard to go. He represented us sweaties out there, us nerds. If there was a Mount Rushmore of the Nerdiverse, he would be on it. Uh, I am just wanted to give um, pay respect and tribute to that man, because uh, he was definitely one of us. He was definitely part of the Nerdiverse, and You'll be surely missed, man. you have any experience with this guy's work, or um, listening to him himself?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed Metalocalypse as a kid. I think every kid goes through a stage of enjoying those type of shows on yeah, Adult man. Swim. Um, current a uh, current example would I would hate to make a comparison, but Rick and Morty would be
1: in the same up vein, there. right? Yeah,
2: yeah. But uh, we salute you, men of the nerdiverse.
0: Real
1: men of nerds. And I just want, like, eagles to fly over, and like the, the background Man. just turned into the American flag, you know. And then Musta Crackish plays Musta Crackish. Must okay. What's your favorite uh, Metalocalypse <laughs> song? Uh, I must put you on the spot.
2: Um, what's the name? Of, what's the name I'm thinking? It's something horse. Oh, oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about
1: uh, Thunder Horse
2: from Thunder the first horse?
1: season. Yeah, thunder.
2: Thunder Thunder thunder, <laughs> yeah. thunder.
1: Thunder. Oh man. What about the birthday song? Oh no, the coffee song. In scream you like all the cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like
2: I like the rock and roll clown though.
0: It's Rocco on the Rock and Roll Cloud.
1: <laughs> I can't do that voice for too long. I start to lose my mind actually. <laughs> but yeah, I, the best joke was the first season joke where he's like we have to go to the food libraries. <laughs> it's like what the store? He's like yeah. So I I, I, I still say that to this day. It's like hey guys, I got to go to the food library. They're like what? I'm like nothing. You children, you children of men. So yes, we salute you John Schnapp. Hopefully you're chopping it up. With a Jack Kirby smoking a super giant cigar and talking about, you know, She-Hulk or something. dude. So we salute you, bro. Oh, man. Other Comic-Con news that happened this week. There's a lot of trailers, man. So we're going to call this one is the Trailer Roundup. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just run through these trailers and... I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to name a trailer. We're going to talk about it for a second. And I request that you give a thumbs up, a thumbs, or a thumbs down on the trailer itself. Even on the subject, if you're just not feeling it, thumbs up, thumbs down. You you know what I'm saying? Sweet. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So trailer number one, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Mm, A lot going on in this trailer.
2: Oh, I'm giving a thumbs up. uh, <laughs> yeah, this that is getting a thumbs
1: up. Uh, I was a huge Godzilla guy growing up, huge Kaiju man, and like uh-huh. even the last movie, the last Gareth Edwards movie, didn't convey that feeling that Godzilla conveyed when you are a kid. You know, when you are watching um, Godzilla versus Destroyer or Destroyer Monsters or Final Wars, or even the old school original Godzilla films. You know, Godzilla versus Mothra, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla, where it was campy, yes; it was cheesy, yes, but it had a certain weight to it, like a certain—I hate to use the word (laughs) gravitas—to it that the other movies were just too self-referential to get. But this trailer, man, it did—it scratched all the right itches, right? It 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 showed you Godzilla. It was to the beautiful music. It was almost. Like, walk, like, going through, like, it's a small world (laughs) when you're watching this trailer. It's weird. It's like, it's all like loomy, and you get to see Mothra unfurl with her giant super wings. You're just like, wow, right?
2: Yeah, that's the part that I went crazy for.
1: You get to see King Ghidra, Monster Zero, like, for glimpses, because that's definitely the money shot. You get to see like remember back in the old movies where Rodan would fly over a city and the cities would just explode because of the wind velocity of his wings. They showed that part in the movie, you know, in the trailer. And I was like, "Yo, that is some old school Godzilla stuff right there, man!" <laughs> so I was extremely. It looks so good. It looks
2: good. It looks like Godzilla's been working out and is ready to.
1: Yeah, man. I am kick extremely non. Non-ironically hyped for this this is probably my second favorite trailer of the entire con uh this this year this time around moving on up to the next trailer let's go into television and talk about this uh titans trailer man did you see this yeah the um the DC universe service uh, showcased the first trailer for their for one of the television shows that's actually going to be part of the streaming service, which has now been priced at seven ninety nine a month, which is very competitive to like Netflix or everything else. So I am for one going to be getting it because I just have to know. But they showed off the trailer for Titans, which is their their live action Teen Titans movie or television show rather. Kind of I want to say in the vein of like Netflix's Daredevil or like Luke Cage or something. So it may have just mm-hmm. a solid release of the first season, which will be about 13 episodes. And everybody's up in arms because literally the first five minutes of the, I mean, the first two uh, two minutes of the actual trailer is Robin killing people and just saying, fuck Batman and all types of nutty, like, like, like try hard, you know, edgelord stuff, man. And so either people love it or they <laughs> super hate it. You know what I mean? It's a very funky dichotomy (laughs) that's built from this trailer. (laughs) And a lot of people are just not feeling it, man. Like, I, for one, it looks cheap. Like, it, it, like, and I get it, it's television. So you're not going to have industrial lights and magic and stuff. You know what I mean? Not going to have that kind of budget. But it just looks like Robin looks great. Uh, Beast Boy, not so much. Starfire, oh my goodness. There's such news around that poor girl playing this role of Starfire. Her costume's not that great. Her effects aren't that great. Raven just looks so edgy. She looks like, (laughs) you know, like Evanescence, you know, lithium. Just listen to Evanescence lithium at like two times the the speed down. And that's the Raven in this trailer, man. It's just, ugh. I don't want to live without Lanthium. So the trailer, you, know, you haven't seen it. I would give it a thumbs down, unfortunately, but I still want to see it. Maybe they'll, they'll show us more that will. Oh, yeah. and Hawk and Dove are in the actual trailer, too, but a lot of people don't know who they are. They're like C-grade heroes that are actually Teen Titans. So uh, we'll see. We'll super see. Uh, moving on to this trailer roundup, the Glass trailer, man. Did you check this out? Easy. That was quick. Thumbs up. That was a nice, nice, quick thumbs up, man.
2: The only superhero universe that I'm interested in right now.
1: Damn, man. And from the looks of this trailer, that's what they're going for, man. They're going for the the Shyamalan cinematic universe, though. You're all on board right?
2: absolutely. I'm think uh it would be like i I watched Unbreakable first, and I thought the Unbreakable was a terrible movie. It ended too quickly. should have added another forty five minutes right. or something like that. um but mm-hmm. now that it's it's the actual series, I'm like, okay, I can kind of see i I give Unbreakable a better score out of that for some reason
1: because there is a there is a chance for expansion of that world, right? Right. You know what I mean? It's harder to take when you know that you're never getting anything else from these characters in this world again. You know what I mean? Like, man, I could have used a lot more of that. What is the natural progression of this character? Yes. And now that we have glass, that's this is it, right? Right, right now, I would like to have a superhero
2: that can kill dogs without leaving a trace. My neighbor's dog is going crazy right
1: now. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's uh, I'm going to call that dog Aphrodite the um, the the sigil of the Nerdiverse. She's part of the show, man. The dog is part of the show until until the dog decides not to. No, be. She
2: needs to be swimming with the fishes. <laughs>
1: You know, there's a Seinfeld episode that I could point you towards that can fix your <laughs> yes, problem. I know
2: that episode very well. Does not work well for <laughs> the Kramer of the group, so I don't want to.
1: <laughs> yeah. Shut up, you
0: stupid. My. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so funny. Thumbs up. Nope. Thumbs up for Glass. And for Old Spice, which is our unofficial sponsor <laughs> of Masters of the Universe. Please give us money. <laughs> Let me just uh <laughs> mute that. That was the dog's fault. That's that was the dog's fault, man. You know, Aphrodite is a problem. We're gonna have to get her spayed or neutered and help control the pet population. Ain't that right? That's right. <laughs> uh moving on to the next trailer I wanted to talk about was the Fantastic Beast, the Crimes of Grindelwald. Do you care? Um Do I care? I haven't seen the, the
2: first Fantastic Beast, so me neither. Yeah, I haven't seen it. That's I'm a <laughs> instead of a Man, thumbs up or down.
1: I don't know. I like I like that they're exploring the origins of uh, of the headmaster of of uh, Hogwarts, Dumbledore. Jude Law. Uh, Jude Law. He's also going to be playing Captain Marvel in the Captain Marvel movie. That guy's getting work. Good for him. So we're both going to go thumbs middle on that. I can't not. I can't. I don't know it enough to hate it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, meh. Right? So let's get to a couple of these heavy hitters. Let's get to the Shazam trailer, bro. The Shazam? Shazam? Put some salt in your mouth. <laughs> Do you know anything about this character? Are you familiar with Captain Marvel?
2: I'm actually going to give this a thumbs down. But I don't, I, I don't like the concept. I don't like that he's getting work. I don't like the idea that this is the movie that needs to come out right now.
1: You sound salty, dude. Tell me how you really feel.
2: <laughs> I sound like an old man right now, but it's like, Dead. okay, so you have one of the biggest superhero movies come out. Gar- uh, not Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, uh, um,
1: Infinity Wars. Right? Yep. Infinity War came. Out happened. What? Okay. I'm, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah, any War happened.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me. Um, yes. So you have okay. We're, we you would think that they would want to follow that up with a, a hard hitting movie, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. already Ant and the Wasp, Ant and the Wasp, Ant Man and the Wasp, not mm-hmm. not a good follow up. Okay. Would you say that?
1: I would just, I would say that, but I would do want you to know that this, that Shazam is a DC movie and not a Marvel movie. Damn it! I'm, I'm just not sure it. if you're clear. <laughs> I'm you're sorry.
2: Clear on that. I'm li- I'm tired, guys. <laughs>
1: That's okay. I just, I just don't want to leave you hanging out there and have somebody in the chat, in the chat, you know, f- you know, adjust their glasses and wreck you. So just continue your thought. Just know that D- that Shazam is a DC property. It has nothing to do with the I'm (laughs) sorry. I'm sorry.
2: But my my thought still applies that we don't need, I I don't like the concept of, um, I'm now questioning everything I think. Um, The young boy, Uh, a young man, uh, a a high schooler finds a, no, uh, a young boy finds a suit that turns him into a
1: superhero, right? No, that's not how it goes. Ah, damn it. What, what did I want? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna break it down for you. I'm gonna break it down and I'm gonna back, I'm gonna break it down and back it up. Break it down and back it up. All right, so okay. first things first Infinity War happens, right? Wrecks <laughs> everyone, right? Yeah, everyone's real salty. Little kids are crying. Why is Spider Man dead? Yada, 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 right? Yeah, so it's really Empire Strikes Back level punch, gut punch to the the Nerdiverse, right? right? Everybody who likes this stuff. Marvel's plan is to put out something lighthearted to kind of to kind of refresh, that, to be the mint in this thick steak you just ate, right? So we get Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was okay. We're going to be putting up that review soon, but it was okay. What, the big thing is, and where your point is going toward, or the point you were making, is what's DC's response to that, right?
2: Yeah.
1: The thing is, is that DC cannot at this point put out anything too heavy because justice league in the whole snyder verse was so heavy that it was a, a stone that dragged him into the ground and justice league was one of the worst worst ranking worst uh money bringing in film of all time you know what i mean so where do you go from here you have one of the oldest characters in comic book history shazam predates superman for those people who don't know Billy Batson, the young orphan who's chosen by the wizard Shazam to bestow his power onto him. So whenever Billy Batson says Shazam, he transforms into the super powerful magical, uh, god creature known as used to be captain Marvel, but because Marvel's the thing, they changed his name to just Shazam, which is the strength of, which is the strength of, uh, what is it i forget how it goes the strength, i think it's the strength of of solomon the the h is for heracles yeah a i don't like for, that i don't a like is, that, is for um, a is for uh, achilles uh z is for zeus it, uh, it's, it's, it's a long thing m is for mercury mm-hmm. so he has all the power speed a and speed is for, for the rhythm.
2: humor of andy griffith and m oh. is for the manipulative effort of Charles Manson. Wow wow <laughs> right?
1: That's I want that Shazam. <laughs> that sounds like Captain Marvel. I mean, that sounds like uh, Black Adam. But Black Adam. the reason why this trailer is my favorite trailer of, this, of the show is because it's campy. It's because it's goofy. It's a kid's movie. But for those who know the character and know that Billy Batson is just this goofy kid who's trying to figure all this out while standing amongst the pantheon of heroes is... Amazing to me. Like it's pretty much it's Richard Donner Superman meets Tom Hanks's big. You know what I mean? And I and I like the vibe they're going with it. It does it's so it doesn't take itself seriously whatsoever. The kid is doing the uh the Fortnite dance and then punches a concrete wall. Like that's something a, a kid would do, you know what I'm saying? It's it's silly.
2: Not my kid, not my
1: <laughs> not my kid. I I would whoop them. You hear me? I, I yeah whoop them but no i mean yeah. child abuse yeah child abuse yeah we condone that here in the universe no we don't <laughs> we don't do that i may just cut that whole part out i might leave it in uh, please cut out the part
2: that i, I was mixing up the universes
1: <laughs> nah, man. we gotta let stuff rock we make jokes here and sometimes those jokes are bad but all that to say that uh shazam looks amazing to me I can't wait to see it, because it's going to be a big, goofy ride. There may be some nods to other heroes. Hopefully, there's a giant Catman in the movie. Fingers crossed. And I'm just hyped for it. All the thumbs up. Infinite thumbs pointed to the sky. Uh, The last trailer I want to talk about, which is DC's other punch to this one-two punch, Aquamans. Did you see the Aquaman trailer?
2: Yeah, I actually saw the... The poster, too, it came out on Reddit. Yeah, and it was like one of the few times I actually saw it. Um, I don't know if someone like edited it to make it look like there was a bunch of <laughs> of uh, free willies in there. Mm-hmm. Don't you <laughs> but know? There was a yeah,
1: yeah, I thought it was a bit much. Don't you know that everything's better down where it's wetter? Take it from me under the sea. All right.
2: All right, if they did a Little Mermaid Aquaman crossover, where Ariel and Aquaman are smashed just smash, oh <laughs> that would no, a,
1: that's the worst. Ew, I got that mental image of my head. Kill me. You know Ariel's You know Ariel's like fifteen, right? And Aquaman's is grown ass man. Dude.
2: Well, that's where Aquaman is a little edgier than the other series oh, no, because we're, it's actually a courtroom drama. Moving on, this is not an episode
1: of Law and Order SVU. Ariel okay. is not a special, right. vish- a special victim, okay? <laughs> We're moving on. That is maybe the name of the podcast. That's gross as hell. Uh, <laughs> the Little Mermaid Special Victims Unit. <laughs> yeah. Bump bum, under
2: the sea. Then,
0: bum, bum, bum,
1: bum, down where it's wetter. it's wetter. Take it from me. Oh my goodness. That is god awful. The trailer is okay, it's a little much. <laughs> It's a little much because yeah. I'm still not sold on Jason Momoa as Aquaman. I'm sorry. I'm just. Uh, I mean, the supporting cast looks good. Uh, James Wan knows what he's doing. Fingers crossed. Ocean Master looks good. Black Manta is right off the comic book, which I'm super happy about that because they could have took that in a weird direction. Uh, Mira looks great. It's just Jason Momoa, man. I I like the guy's personality. I think he's a cool dude. He threw a tomahawk while drinking beer. He just seems like a chill guy. But <laughs> yeah. is he Aquaman? It's a, gonna be a hard sell for me, dude. Like that's my only gripe about everything that has to do with this with him being this character is that it's a very different Aquaman. I get that. He's an edgier Aquaman. But he's just going to have to sell it. He's going to have to be the best part of that movie. And from what I've seen of Jason Momoa's acting chops, he's going to have to like do some Shakespeare level shit for me to be like, okay, he's Aquaman. I take everything back. But for as it stands right now, it's just he is the shakiest part of this Jenga tower. And that's just about the fall. And so much relies on him doing a good job. Like the fate of the the DC, the worlds of DC, as they're calling it now, it's on him. You know what I mean? No one's really peeping Shazam like they're peeping Aquaman. This is like their reset button. You know, and I just hope he does a good job. I, I'm just not sold yet. I got to see more. Maybe it's just me. And I don't know. I don't know. It, you I don't know. know. And that there concludes our trailer roundup. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about the voices. They won't stop. Uh, <sighs> Other DC news is that there's, all, there's word about this uh, Martin Scorsese-directed Joker movie that has Joaquin Phoenix in it as the titular Joker. And even though Jared Leto is technically the canon Joker, but we'll talk about that on another show. Yeah. Apparently, Robert De Niro, um, Martin Scorsese's favorite, is joining the cast as something. something. And someone doing s- somewhere... And my big gripe is that Joker doesn't need an origin story, at all. Like Joker, super never needed an origin story.
2: No, but the origin stories are cool—the ones that they tried. Characters. The Killing Joke. The killing
1: Joke is a great book. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna front you that. But <sighs> it's just complicated. It's it's. It's complicating things that don't need to be complicated. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Joker's a simple entity. He's he's Joker. He's crazy.
2: And you want a little less complication, a little Please. more action.
1: <laughs> We're going to let that breathe. I, I, you know? You know? Yeah, yeah? But yeah, Papa De Niro is going to be somebody in this movie. Probably his dad or something dumb. Because that's all the Joker needs is a mom and dad. And show him as a little baby Joker Going through middle school or something. I already hate this damn movie. Um, moving on. Cause we got a lot more news. Uh
2: yeah. Yeah. Um I'm interested in I'm it I'm kind on. of
1: pseudo. I'm super <laughs> shaky about it. I'm another that's another Ginga tower Uh Marvel's really doubling down on X-Men now that the Fox deal is almost sealed and delivered. Like in October, I believe yeah. they're bringing back the uncanny X-Men to comics. Which is a huge deal because Marvel hasn't really backed anything X-Men related hard in a very, very long time because they haven't had the rights to it. So they feel like, why would we market something that's just going to go aid the next man? It's not going to put money in our pockets. So Fantastic Four and X-Men and mutants alike have been getting the shaft, unfortunately, in comics. And we all know that the Fantastic Four are coming back to comics as well in a very, very, very big public like way. So it's like, this is all gravy, because I found that if you want to know where Marvel kind of thinks where they want to go and for the movies, pay attention to the comics. You know what I mean? Whoever they're pushing mm. hard in the comics is who they want to push hard in the theaters. Simple as that. It's, you know, and it, it goes back to the Guardians of the Galaxy. It goes back to Doctor Strange. It even goes back to Iron Man in the Ultimates, in Ultimate Spider-Man. Whoever they're pushing hard in the comics is who they want to push hard in the MCU. So they're pushing the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Trust and believe that our boys in blue and the our favorite mutants are going to be a part of the MCU in a very big way in the next five years. I say don't look for it tomorrow. We may not even hear anything for another couple of years, but trust and believe the X-Men are coming home. They're coming. If things are going to balance back out, which I'm very excited for. Uh, news is probably just for me. I'm not sure if you care about this winter or not, but Krypton season two announced that it's major villains going to be Lobo for some reason.
2: Uh, that is correct, Mike. I do not care.
1: (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) The main man is not a leading villain because he doesn't give a shit. Um, speaking of people not giving a shit, um, Comcast drops out, I mentioned earlier, drops out of the 21st Century Fox deal indefinitely. They're done. So there's no, there's nothing blocking Marvel from, I mean, in DC, for uh, Mar- I'm sorry, Marvel and Disney, those two get mixed up, from just buying Fox and locking things down, which I'm extremely happy for and extremely scared about, because that's still, ugh, the whole deal still kind of freaks, still freaks me out. Because like, they're going to own the Predator. The Predator can be a Disney princess now. That's weird. Right. You know, they're going to own The Simpsons and Terminator and just a bunch of cool stuff that maybe should be spread out a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, spread it out.
2: Like, yeah, we're not in the age of spreading it out.
1: Um, uh, moving on. Uh, speaking of talking about things being spread out. This news hit everybody like a ton of bricks this this uh, past week. James Gunn got fired from being the director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Now, this is something I really wanted to talk about and take a minute because this is kind of a bad precedent. Because here is the whole story: James Gunn, right, as a director, has always been a, bi- a bit of a loose cannon. He started out making trauma yes. films, for Lord's sake. <laughs> trauma films are the nastiest raunchiest most politically incorrect movies you can possibly watch this is where the man cut his teeth uh he also made horror movies like um like slither which i find too disturbing to watch and yeah i can't do slither man yeah Mm -mm. it's great it's a good movie just not for me but apparently like five or ten years ago he wrote some unsavory tweets um, kind of talking about just bad acts that I just really don't want to go into that deep on the podcast. But this was all done before Mar- uh, Disney even signed him to direct Guardians of the Galaxy. They knew the tweets existed. Right. He already got slapped on the wrist for it, and he already apologized for it. Mind you, this is like ten years ago, seven years ago, but like before when when Guardians was just a glimmer in his eye. Fast forward to now, where. I guess some some SJW, uh, social justice warrior, for those who don't know what that acronym yeah. means, uh, pulled up these tweets, had enough of a following to make a noise, and re them back up. James Gunn well, doesn't. Let
2: me, uh, yeah. let me. I'm pretty sure it was not an SJW person. It was, uh, um, I'm pretty sure it was the Daily Wire, which is a uh, conservative.
1: Okay, sorry. Then I take that back. Group, that, no disrespect to any SJWs listening to the show. Fight the power. Fight the power that be.
2: Yeah, you snowflakes. Um, so damn. It was <laughs> Mark. So, uh, if I remember correctly, um, just to do some background, uh, this goes back to Mark Duplass. That's the who.
1: Guy's uh, name. Oh, jeez.
2: Yeah. Who uh, the he created the uh, was created created and starred in the show The League. Uh, he was in the movie Creep. Hit uh, his brother. All right. Um. The yeah. The Duplass brothers, I believe, worked on Wild Wild Country, uh, the documentary yeah. uh, on Netflix. And so this guy uh, posted a, a tweet about, "Hey, you. I might not agree with everything this guy says, but." at Ben Shapiro, is a great guy who helped me out when I needed it. Uh, if you don't know who Ben Shapiro is, he's a controversial co- uh, conservative figure over on the Internet. He is pretty much the Spock of the conservative, mm-hmm. right? Um, So uh, he, this Mark Duplass guy got a bunch of flack for saying, like, how can you be friends with this guy? And then Ben Shapiro started coming in. And then started like calling all these people idiots. And then here comes James Gunn, like going after mm-hmm. Ben Shapiro. So, and that was like right. last week. Fast forward to the the uh, the week of James Gunn being fired. It, I read an article like the Daily Wire reports that James Gunn got uh, reported all these tweets that James Gunn re- that James Gunn wrote in the past controversial tweets from the past and guess who is the owner and editor of the daily wire
1: ben shapiro damn shapiro (laughs) so disney not playing around because i can only think that (laughs) but this 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 fox deal has them on ultra edge you know what i'm saying they they can't allow anything to mess up this deal right this is where i'm thinking this is what the shareholders and the bis- and the movers and shakers at Disney must be thinking, like, just get it out of here, right? Like, we can't have this kind of publicity. So what do they do? They knee-jerk fire the man. Bam. He's pretty much banished from the Marvel lands, even though James Gunn is the architect for their space stuff going forward or was the architect. So at first, everybody was like, well, good Britons, people who didn't really know the story, right? If he's saying stuff like that, then we don't want him. And zero tolerance. But then James Gum responds and says, look, I wrote this like 10 years ago, first of all. You know what I mean? Yes, I said some nasty things. Yes, I own. I am accountable for my actions, but I've changed. I'm a grown, I've grown since then. Like people should be allowed to grow. And, and anyone to tell you now that that's not really my point of view, I can understand the business decision that was made now. And hopefully you guys will learn to understand and hopefully forgive my actions. And everyone's just like, Okay, that, that's how it goes. There's multiple. There's petitions signing to get him re, rehired. Dave Batista, who plays Drax, has come out and said this is bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you guys have made a, a horrible mistake. Bobcat Goldfite has said, "Take my take my ne- take my voice out of any Disney property you're doing now, even like the Disneyland stuff, because this isn't fair." He, he doesn't, he doesn't mean money. that. He was like, "Please don't do it. I need, I need sit
2: I out. Need the sit Please out, Bobcat."
1: But people are coming out and defending James. And, I mean, from my point of view, the man said what he said. And we're all accountable for the things we say. I'm on a podcast. Like you said, 50 years from now, someone can point out something I said on here and blow me up. i got to be accountable for that. Even though I was was, uh, an idiot back then that said it, right? But James Gunn should be allowed to atone for his actions, even though he's already suffered from it. You know what I mean? Like he already got slapped on the wrist for this. And Disney is hypocritical because why would they hire the man if this was such a big deal back then? Why would they hire him in the first place? Because they didn't care. All they care about is the negative publicity. So I believe that this isn't the last we're gonna see of James Gunn, even for this movie. I think that once things die yeah. down and in this deal is solidified so Disney can excel Exhale rather, in Excel. Funny enough, that they may give the man his job back. I'm hoping so because that would be a horrible end for somebody to get taken down by sheer 24-hour news cycle nonsense. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Very Just good like segue, Chris Hardwick. Very good segue. So, la- so a couple of weeks ago, we talked about that Chris Hardwick debacle. And just which makes me believe more that James Gunn is going to get his job back. Chris Hardwick's going back to being the host of The Talking Dead. Apparently, you know, innocent until proven guilty, I guess. So I don't know what to say on our Twitter page. I just said, wow, I don't really know what to say about Yeah, there's. Right. I guess. Yeah. There's two things.
2: So we are getting closer and closer yeah. to a cyberpunk uh, future where companies are now doing did, their own investigations the into yeah. uh, criminal acts. Yeah. And then the next thing is that why is it that they only gave him Talking Dead but not Talking Preacher or any of his I other I think it's stuff a slow back. trickle.
1: Like, I don't know if he's ever going to be on the Nerdist ever again yeah. or if he's going to ever be affiliated with Nerdist ever again. Who knows?
2: Well, that was already coming down the road. Um,
1: yeah, they were just looking yeah. for ways to get rid of him at, at some point, and this was the way. So he's going to have to grow past that. But if AMC is ready to throw their hat back into that good old Hardwick money, who's to say that when Preacher comes back um, for the next season that he won't be there quietly shoved back into the role? You know what I mean? True. So. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. Like these companies now have to investigate this stuff on their own, because they just can't go by hearsay anymore. You know what I mean? They can't just. And the way the world is now, everybody's so sensitive to this stuff that they have to react one way or another. And we're learning that companies are learning how to how to properly react to this stuff, because what Disney did to to James Gunn was a knee jerk reaction. I, I right. don't see it as anything else. What AMC and the Nerdist did to Chris Hardwick was a knee-jerk reaction. It was, oh no, it's trending on Twitter. What do we do? <laughs> Fire him? Like, within that twenty-four hour news cycle, right? Right. And it's like there's no room for the person to be wrong or right. You know, the O.J. Simpson trial was like a summer. It was like a whole year just for him to be found innocent. You know, like one day, not half a day, twelve hours. <laughs> the decision to ruin this person's life was made. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. For them to be shunned and thrown out like Me Too, like, like Me Too movement trash. You know what I'm saying? Like that quick, your whole world can be turned on its head. And all James Gunn can do is apologize and sit in his house and wait for the other shoe to drop.
2: Yes, with his you know? millions of dollars or thousands of dollars.
1: It's like the same thing like the whole Roseanne debacle. You know what I mean? All it takes is one. One one out outrage or one out or one outburst of your true colors for your whole career to be destroyed, or you become the
2: you? spokesperson for Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> Ambien <laughs>
1: Thank actually you very much.
0: Does.
1: Ambien does cause Star Wars fatigue. Mm-hmm. Moving on, moving on because we got a lot of stuff. Still a couple of things to cover. Actually, no. We only have one more thing I want to cover, actually, before we move on to questions, is I have a very important question for you, Winter. Okay. Would you drink the Black Sarcophagus juice and gain infinite knowledge, wisdom, and power?
2: How much are you paying me?
1: No, you just get to drink it. You get the opportunity to <laughs> I drink don't it. know. You, okay, either two things are going to happen. Either you're going to get toxic, poisoning, and die immediately because yeah. you're drinking 5,000-year-old mummy juice. No, it could be more or, like a whole
2: scenario where they're they're drinking the peaches, the canned peaches from like 30 years. Yeah.
1: Either you're going to drink the Egyptian bone juice, become Shazam, or you die.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't take it.
1: I'm drinking it. I'm all in. I'm that guy <laughs> where if I saw an asteroid fall from the sky, I'm gonna touch it. Cause who knows? Nah, I can find a green. I can find a Green Lantern ring and just be Green I'm Lantern. I'm okay
2: now. doing podcasts. I don't need to do uh, anything else.
1: So a little backdrop on this is that recently, um, uh, pyramid excavators have found a black sarcophagus. It's just one of the coolest looking things and one of the coolest words to say in a, in a row ever. And they're like, "Do we open it? It could be cursed. Do we touch it?" This is like in Egypt or something. So it's like this blacked-out sarcophagus. It's like we can unleash a plague onto the world or something nutty. And then scientists stepped in and said, Stop being stupid and just open it. Right? Stop and being stupid. I got so a scared. joke for you.
2: And inside for it. has been they found Brendan Fraser <laughs> waiting for the mummy <laughs> four.
1: <laughs> you know what it says on the side of the sarcophagus? Uh, don't open. It says. It says, death will come on swift wings to whomever opened this chest. (laughs) Oh, they find a Moon in there, dog. They found all her bones. So apparently, because it was sealed in, airtight sealed, underground, in the desert, it was the perfect cocktail for for the remains of the dead in that sarcophagus to remain liquefied for thousands of years. Liquefied. So you have a thousand year old, whoever was in that thing may have been bandits or are Kings or our generals, whoever's who died in that sarcophagus, their liquids are still bubbling around in that sarcophagus. And people have been trying to break into the actual excavation site to drink the sarcophagus bone juice and gain infinite power, wisdom, and understanding. Wow. They've been having to have like What's wrong? They've been, people. They've been having to have like twenty four hour watch because people keep trying to break in and drink the bone juice, or or take it for for scientific exp- um, experimentation. I want some of that bone juice. Though. I need it. No, I want. I want to stir fry. Got to be
2: better than that.
1: No man, <laughs> can you imagine like making some scrambled eggs with thousand year old bone juice, bro? You know how dank that omelet would be. What. You eat the omelet and you become Black Adam, dude.
2: I don't want to. I want he to. He's busy all the time.
1: He is busy, man. He got to like lift the pyramids and shit. I can't not do that. Like, if I was given the opportunity and somebody gave me a vial of black bone juice, and it's like, you got two, a couple of things are going to happen. Yeah. You're either you're going to drink it, become the next superhero, or you're just going to, your stomach's going to fold inside out and you're going to die.
2: I gotta take the chance. Why you're not gonna live longer than I am.
1: No, you can do a podcast (laughs) while I've like died of dysentery because I drank thousand-year-old bone juice, bro. But that's the choice I made. I choose to drink the bone juice. Well, good for you. Those are the choices I've decided to make. That's the that's That's the heel (laughs) you play just <laughs> congratulations! You played yourself. Can you imagine, like, while you're dying, you see a you see like a a, a vision of of King Tut, and it looks just like DJ Khaled. <laughs> he's like, he's like, congratulations! You played yourself. You just die.
2: Yeah, I would actually <laughs> prefer more like a Steve Martin dressed oh, up. That as King works too. To, yeah,
1: that that one works too. Man, congratulations! Sounds like DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> King Tut's like, congratulations, bro. Oh, that's the funniest shit in the world. Okay. Questions. Uh, if you want to tell us if you would drink the bone juice or not, you can send that statement or ask the questions at masters of the nerdiverse cast at gmail.com. That is masters of the nerdiverse cast at gmail.com. Dot com. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Question What name a favorite? unintentional video game strategy that you found playing games online. Or playing games, period. Uh, you know, like rocket jumping and quake. You know, like unintentional combos in fighting games. Secret like passage Unintentional
2: waves. meaning I didn't think of them? Or an unintentional like, as the game developers didn't think
1: about it? There you go. It's unintentional that the game developers <laughs> didn't uh, didn't anticipate that strat to be created. Kind of like on uh, Mario Kart, that one little section of the where you literally fall out of world, it just end up at back at the front of the of the race. You know what I'm saying? Right. Is there anything that stands out to you?
2: There's the the first thing that comes to mind is paladins. Uh, there are a couple of characters that have uh, ultimates that essentially need to be reworked. Because if they're used correctly, they'll, like, ma- like let you win the game automatically, Sort oh, Like, if you time it right, and if there's only, like, a couple of, like, if you're just about to take the point and the team's about to rush it, if you time the ultimate right, they're not able to touch it in time, and therefore you win the game.
1: Man, that sounds <laughs> so pretty sick, dude. Dude, yeah,
2: man. and there's a the reason why several of these characters get uh, banned during ranked games off
1: the bat. Yeah, because you're cheating. Like you're legit just right. cheating. You know what I'm saying? So it's like well, yeah, it's like not, not
2: just cheating to the point. It's it's more like people um, don't know how to combat this. Because I think there's still ways that you can combat it, although it's super tough. And I don't think it was intentionally, it was meant to be, these characters were not meant to be this powerful. Right. But there's just ways to combat it, that you have to be above the game.
1: Mm, okay, yeah, man. Hey, hey, smoke them if you got them, as they say. Mm All right. If I had to pick one, just really quick. uh it's funny, I, you know, we find these questions and I, I have a hard time thinking about them sometimes. And I'm just going to keep it old school and go back to the uh, Arrow macro, which is Ermac, which is a Mortal Kombat character that wasn't necessarily intentional to be in the game. But he was found out through hackers and through people like playing the game a certain way that Ed Boon just made the character a real character in the game. You know, so picking um, Ermac was a strat that people used to beat the game. You know what I mean, so I think that was pretty cool. Um next question. 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 Uh what's the scariest thing you've ever witnessed in real life? Like, have you ever witnessed any paranormal activity? You just saw something that freaked you out in real life. Anything that comes to mind like that?
2: Um, the scariest thing that I ever witnessed was my ex wife. Um uh, no. uh, uh, scariest thing I ever witnessed was probably I saw like a car wreck happen right in front of me, Yikes. sort of thing. Yeah. Like as a kid, kid uh, just walking to the Chinese buffet, and there's a food for less that I'm walking a path, and I just see this old guy, like star up his car, and he thought that he was in for- he was in drive, but he was actually in reverse, and he just like floored it. And
1: he crashed right into the food for less. Oh, chihuahua, man, that's rough, dude. Oof.
2: Yeah, and then you just see like these people go. Someone call nine one one.
1: Yeah, man, just seeing somebody just...
2: and, and the old guy like, no, don't call, don't call, and that's all I got. Damn,
1: <laughs> I heard. I had Chinese food on the yeah, brain. You're like, yeah, pray. you know, Hail Mary, full of grace. Pray for the guy. What's well, all you really can do? Uh, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to draw in my living room all throughout the night. I would draw, draw, draw. And so a lot of times all the lights were out, but the light in my dining room where I used to draw, Iron Man and Captain America's stupid shit. And there were some nights i would be drawing, it'd be dead quiet, mother's sleep, grandmother's sleep. And I would hear very faint laughing in like the living room. Like just, uh, just snickers. <laughs> like for real. Like as a eight eight, ten, twelve, thirteen year old. And I always ignored it. I was mm-hmm. just like, Oh it's just me, mine's playing tricks on me, whatever. And I come to find out that my grandmother's home in Los Angeles is one of the one of the older homes in LA, and it's right. one of the only few homes that actually had slaves back in the day. Um, and apparently there was children there who were who passed away who used to live around that time. Whoa! And I found this out like in my in my mid twenties, and I'm like, holy shit, the house probably was haunted. I didn't even really know. So as a kid, I would constantly hear these kids running around in the living room at my grandmother's house while drawing and never pay two, t- two cents about it. But creepy stuff, man. Now that I think about it, creepy stuff, man. Creepy stuff. Uh, last question.
0: Yeah, yeah move, move on, on from on. that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Speaking of stuff, do you remember any old school internet stuff that just truly disturbed you? Like you were just on the internet? It's like, whoa, the internet's yeah, back away, not today.
2: Um. The first time I saw someone jump off a building probably freaked yeah. me out yeah. on the internet. Yeah. That's when you go to live week for the right, first man. time in your life. Like uh-huh. us
1: old heads. Remember Remember Rotten.com where you see like. Yeah, I remember like, Rotten. Yeah. I remember
2: Nothing Toxic, yeah. I think. Yeah,
1: where you, they would show like crime photos of like people's heads exploding like on, co- on concrete and shit. Yeah. You would like have to sneak and look at that stuff at night, and your parents would get all mad at you. And I uh, no, the creepiest thing I ever saw was that that Al Qaeda beheading back in the day. Oh my yeah. goodness, that broke my brain as a kid. Oh, uh,
2: yeah, I have an interesting story about yeah, that. <laughs> so, uh, my uncle was like, actually, like he had all these videos, but they weren't online. He just had them like downloaded to hey. his computer. And he just wanted to show me them. So he clicks on one and it's like a guy. It's like these military people trying out a sniper rifle out on the field. And they and they just like blow this guy to smithereens like bad. Nice. And I'm looking at it like, whoa, I'm 12 years old. <laughs> like. I shouldn't be looking at um, this. But, yeah, but then he's like, you want to see some other stuff? And it it was like more of the, the same. He probably shouldn't have been around me, but
1: we've grown to attach him. Yeah. Yeah, we all had those uncles, man. Hey, you want to sip a beer? Sure. I'm ten. <laughs> uh good times, man. Good times. Oh man. Good business. So do you have any passing thoughts, Winner, before we yeah, close this um, bad boy out? Check
2: me out on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Trash Monk I, I, I um i'll be posting more and more as the days go on i'm continuing to uh spread my online influence throughout the world uh, i also am working on a band camp account so you can see all the old music that i was that i made back in high school and yeah just Wee. uh this is all has to work has to be at a snail's pace due to me b- moving
1: out yeah, man. Just keep an eye on it. That trash monk. Aye, yeah. aye, aye. It's ay, going to break your brain three yeah. times. Bruh. Uh, as always, um, you can find this podcast at cast.com where you can visit our page and listen to every single episode from even back to the very first episode when it was just me talking into space. Um, you can also find us at Patreon, where if you'd like to support the show monetarily, you can become a patron at the very low price of $5 a month. You can listen to our movie reviews, our introspectives, our top tens, and coming soon, our video game, twi- video game Twitch playthroughs. So there's more to come. Um, if you want to support the show, that'll be greatly appreciated. You can always find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and Google Play. I've been, of course, your host, Mike G. And I've been Winter. And we will always ask you to take that one step beyond.